Hey everyone, welcome to this new episode on the Lost and Found podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Stone. So in honor of Valentine's Day this weekend, I wanted to come out with an episode about love. (laughs) Yes, so I feel like there's always, there's two people on Valentine's Day. You either are in love or you hate it and are throwing darts at your ex's face. (laughs) I feel like there's, there's never an in-between. And I feel like it's also been glamorized so much as it's this romantic, you know, sexualized romantic, like, um, holiday that should only be celebrated with significant others, romantic significant others. But I want this, I want to remind everyone that Valentine's doesn't always have to be about the romantic part of it and doesn't always have to be with, about a significant other, but it can also d- be a day that we appreciate and use this time to celebrate the love between family, the love between friendship, the love between any kind of friend connection that we have with somebody else that we love and we appreciate them and the love that we have for them. You know, we're, we're so quick to bash Valentine's Day because we don't have a boyfriend or we don't have a girlfriend or we're not married. But it's okay to also celebrate this time of love to appreciate the love that we do have. Because the first love that I can say that I appreciate is the love with my dog. And I know many of you out there have a pet that you just love so much and you cannot even imagine your life without them. (laughs) So let's appreciate that one first. And then of course we have the love between a mother and a father and their children. Or when you appreciate your brother and sisters and your best friends and your grandma and grandpa. There's so many relationships, there's so many people out there that we love and that we can celebrate that love. But of course, hey, I'm still not trying to bash the romantic relationships. If you got your husband or you got your significant other, your partner in crime, your partner, your romantic love, then I applaud that too. Because of course, we all wanna be loved. We all want to find love and someone who just understands us and takes care of us. So I wanted to talk about the five love languages because I feel like that has been a root in our community, in our life, in our world that so many of us have either read or taken the quiz. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, is the five love languages are quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, acts of service. And each one of us has, carries one of these languages more stronger than the other. And whenever we I think that it's really important for us to understand which ones we are by taking the quiz to just literally go on five love languages, quiz.com and it will pop up and you just answer these questions and it will tell you what you need in a relationship. And whether you're looking for a relationship or you're in a relationship, 
or not even looking for a relationship, I still think it's very important that we know what we need in a relationship because it, like I said, it doesn't have to be romantic. This is what we need in relationships overall. So for example, in 2020, I took it again, which I also want to say that I've actually taken this quiz, which I didn't even realize that I didn't. I just kind of forgot what my answers were. And I took it every two years without knowing it. And after, so I took it once in 2016, once in 2018, and then again in 2020. And I, when I took it again in 2020, I was like, dude, I've taken this before. Let me go back in my emails and see what I've gotten before. And so when I did get, so when I looked it up, I realized I had taken it every two years. And um, I wrote them down. And it was really nice to see what I needed each year of my life. Because obviously in 2016, I was like 23, 24. And the person I am now is completely different from the person that I was when I was 23. Completely different. I, you know, I was just this young girl on the loose, just having fun and just wanting to meet everybody and every and be with everybody and just have fun and just hang out and figure out what it is that I even wanted. And so I think that it's important for everyone to take it. Now, you don't have to do it every two years, but like, Take one when you're in your 20s, do it in your 30s, take one in your 40s because you are going to be a completely different person and you don't know what the, you don't know what you, and your needs change. What, yes, what I'm trying to say is your needs change as you get older, as you are in different relationships and you experience different kinds of people and you realize what you want and what you don't want. So in 2016, my top one, so they, they accumulate between the five and they equal 30. So for example, my, in 2016, I, my top one, which was a number eight was acts of service. And my second was seven, which was quality time. Think looking at that now, I was like, wow, like I would have never thought acts of service would have been my top one because it definitely isn't now. Like, I mean, of course, everybody loves those little things that people do for each other. But um, in 2018, mine, my eight was physical touch and my seven was quality time. And in 2020, now nine number eight was quality time again and seven, seven was physical touch words of affirmation. So as I look at the numbers and I look at which languages have always been there was quality time. Quality time was either was seven for the past few years and then all the, right away in 2020, it was number one for me, quality time. So that means I like when somebody takes time out of their schedule, out of their busy lives, out of everybody else that's in their life and they choose to spend time with me. That uninterrupted time. So now what is that for you? Because we all struggle in relationships. And I feel like it's really important for us to figure out what we want and who we are in relationship first. Because if you wait to figure it out while you're dating people, Yes, that's important because that's what makes you realize what you don't want. But it's 
it's also important to do the work while you're not with somebody. While you're struggling to find whether it's romantic or you're struggling to have a relationship with your family or you're struggling to find friends. Like, what is it that you want? So I encourage you to Google and Google your five love languages and make that be your first step this Valentine's Day season is take that time to figure out what your love language is and I would love to hear what it is. So message me, DM me, voice message me on Anchor app and let me know what your love language is. So to continue this love episode, I wanted to dive into a article that I read on Thought Catalog that says that the title says seven little ways to express love besides saying I love you by Christy Taylor. I feel like I love you is probably the most popular phrase or the most used phrase during this time and always. So I kind of wanted to make it a little fun or kind of give you guys other ways to show people that you love them without saying I love you. And I'm sure many of you who have looked up your love languages um, have words of affirmation. And so I feel like this or know somebody or in a relationship with somebody who has words of affirmation as their top love language. So I think that this one will, um, you know, resonate with you and help you to meet that need. It says, sometimes I love you just doesn't cut it. Maybe it's because I say it every day or that I've said it to, to too many boys in the past. Either way, as someone whose love language is words of affirmation, I try to find new ways to tell my partner how much I love them without using those three words. If you or your partner have the love language of words of affirmation, then you might feel stuck in the same rut. I love you can only express so much for so long. Sometimes you want to say more. There are other ways to express your love verbally, which says much more than I love you. So let's begin with one of the first ones. It says, I appreciate you. And I, I, I really love this one because you don't, you can say that to anybody and it just holds so much weight. And I feel like I've been using that word a lot recently with um, people around me in the sense of like, you know, the, the grocery clerk or this man that I hired to help me with the house, you know, with like a handyman. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you and what you're doing. Thank you, whatever, you know. And so it doesn't always have to be with a significant other, just say, just, you know, try just saying those words to somebody, the person that you love, anybody that's helped you and giving your time, I appreciate you. Just take it a step further and let them know that you appreciate them for certain things. Maybe after they clean dishes or put the kids to bed, there's little parts of your everyday life but it's a perfect chance to let your partner know you appreciate the things that they do 
and you appreciate them for being in your life and you appreciate them for being who they are. Next one, I'm here for you. Part of being in a relationship is having a support system. You knowing that that person is there with you through thick and thin and that whether they're having a bad day or a good day, you are gonna be there for them. And just hearing those words, I'm here for you, just shows that extra attention and love that I love you doesn't always cover. Next is text me when you get home. Ooh, I love that one, especially when you were first dating somebody and you just let, finished a date and they want to say, you know, hey, text you when you get home. I want to make sure you get home safe. I don't know. There's something so like giddy about that one and flirtatious and comforting and per like protection. Just checking in on that person is just a loving gesture. It's nice to know there's someone in the world who's looking out for us. And this next one, I also thought it was kind of, we don't think to say this word very often because we think it is, is held lightly or it, hold, it doesn't hold that much weight or value, but it's cute. The next one is, I like you. <laughs> I, I just feel like I, I love you is said so often in relationships that it can feel a little watered down, like it can feel overused. But when, when was the last time you told somebody that you liked them? your partner. Like, I like you. I, I like, I like your vibes. I like when we hang out. I love what, you know, I like when we just do nothing together. I like the way you do X, Y, Z. Cause you still got to flirt sometimes. You still have to keep the flame alive. Whether you're just starting off, whether you're dating for two years or marriage, try saying I like you. It's making me blush. <laughs> okay, next one. You feel like an adventure and a, and a home in one person. Ooh, that one's really nice. I like to think that it is simplified definition of love. You know, you can laugh with your significant other every day and things never get boring when you just laugh and you have like adventures together. I know it's been kind of hard with this pandemic to actually go out and be an adventurous, but you know, hikes aren't closed. You can go do adventures there, like a road trip or just a hike. Next one is I want to understand you. Wait, I want to go back to the other one really fast because I don't feel like I explained it the way I wanted to. So the last one is you feel like an adventure and a home in one person. It's nice to feel you can be at home with somebody and you are comfortable with them and their home. And it's like this little warm blanket, but you also, but it's also nice knowing when you can like go out and do fun, exciting new things with them too. You can go to a party with them. You can go to concerts. You can be active. You can go out and socialize. 
and still have that same relationship, that core relationship, but able to maneuver and you're able to like change atmospheres and see that person in a different light because obviously you're one person at home and you're one person when you're out and socializing. And it's nice to see both sides of your significant other. Yeah, it's nice to see both sides. It's fun. I like it too. I like that. Okay. Next one is I want to understand you. Humans crave other human connections, but it's not such it's not so much that we want to have friends and lovers. We also want to feel understood. Yeah, because it's hard when you're talking and you're not being understood or ignored or it doesn't feel like they understand you. But when you talk and you tell somebody, yeah, I understand you. Takes it to a whole other level because anybody can listen. Anybody can just listen to what you're saying and respond, but to actually understand and respond, whole other playing field. So next time your partner is talking to you about something stressful and you feel or their anxieties at an all-time high, do more than just listen. Ask them how it is you can better understand them. Because there's, they want you to understand. They want to talk to you. They want to be a teammate. They want to talk it out with you and make you feel better. Last one, we're a team. This phrase not only lets your partner know how you view the relationship, but it's probably a little reminder you need as well. Arguments can get nasty. We've all been at those, been in those fights where we just lose control. We forget who we are and we just want to be right and we want to win the fight and all logic and all love goes out the window. But you have to remember, it's not you and them against each other. It's you and your partner against the problem. You are a team. You have to figure it out together. Don't let these, don't let the problems of life separate you and bring you down and create this wall. But the moment, because the moment you acknowledge that you're both on the same team and want the common goal of relationship happiness, those walls come down. So try using these words to tell your partner you always have their back and that you love them because yes, telling somebody you love you could only go so far, but telling them they're appreciated, that you're there for them, that you like them, that they are an adventure and your home and that you wanna understand them and that you're a team just takes how much you love them to a whole new level.
So I wanted to share with you guys something from my personal relationships journey. I've been dating since high school <laughs> and um, I actually, and I, I really wanted to create a segment on this episode about love and relationships that to share with you what I've learned. And so I was trying to figure out what have, what have I learned that I can share with them? What is my top le- lesson from dating all these people, from dating these people and what can, what are the mistakes that I made that I can share with you guys so you don't make them as well? And I was trying to figure out which, you know, what I was going to use. And then I came across this post and it just like clicked. I was like, yes, this, 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 this. So I'm going to read it to you. And I found it on the poet's Instagram. And this one is by Dejare. I hope I pronounced it right, but it's spelled D-E-J-A-R-A-E. And here it goes. I think we ought to stop taking things so personally. If someone can't love you the way you want to be loved, sweet friend, that has nothing to do with you. If someone doesn't treat you in the way that you desire to be treated, loved one, that is not a reflection of your worth. We are all distinctive people, shaped and curved by life's experiences treading through, trying to find the answers. So when you encounter people who can't love you, who can't see you, who can't understand you, please remember that has nothing to do with who you are, but everything to do with who they are. You will never be too much for the right person. The person for you will learn to love you in all the ways you wanna be loved. They will see you, understand you, and accept you. But again, that will have nothing to do with you and everything to do with finding the right person. See, when people don't want to love us back, they break up with us or they're not putting in the effort and they're not, or they're giving up or they cheat or whatever the case may be, it's okay. Those are the things that we need to remind us that they aren't the right person. Because when you find the right person, you're not going to need to beg them to stay with you. You're not going to need them to, you're not going to beg them to act this way or show you how to love you because they're just going to know how. And I would just, and I would cry myself to sleep because this guy didn't want to be with me anymore. This guy isn't texting me or loving me or, or, or taking time out of their out of their day to spend time with me. And that's okay. Or if I broke up with them, well, hey, I'm going to break up with them and that's going to show them that they want me because I'm not going to be their life anymore and that's going to scare them. And then they actually never text you back. <laughs> like those things happen for a reason. I instead of thinking like, okay, what was wrong with me? Maybe I was the bad person. Maybe there was something wrong with me. What if that's God protecting you? 
what if that's God? Like you broke up with them. Okay, now let me take on the responsibility of pushing them out of your life because they're not doing you any good. They're not going to bring any more value to your life. They're not going to love you in the way that you deserve to be loved. And by you continuing to go back to that relationship, you're not making room for somebody who does deserve to treat you well. You are not making room for someone who doesn't deserve to treat you well, who deserves to love you, who wants to love you. Because what, as one of my favorite poets says, you are enough a thousand times enough by Atticus. So I think that wraps up this love episode. Um, I was nervous coming in as I always am coming into a new episode because you, you have an idea of an episode, but then once you actually get in front of the camera or I'm sorry, the microphone, it kind of, you just let it flow. Whatever comes to mind, whatever God wants me to say to you, you all, whatever the downloads from the universe come to me, I just say it to you guys. So I really planned on this episode being fun and lighthearted and I wanted to make it funny, but I always end up going deep. I always end up making this a heartfelt, deep episode because I just, I want to talk about the things that are meaningful and one day I'll make a funny episode because I promise I am funny. (laughs) I do have humor. I'm not always so serious as I am on this podcast, Um, but you know, I, I want to be real with you guys and I want to talk about the real and the deep and the heavy topics that are hard to talk about and the things that we don't always get from the people around us because they don't want to hurt our feelings or they don't want to upset us, you know, but I come from a good place. I come from a place of love and I just want to connect with you guys and help you guys and just have fun and just have those conversations that we can't always have with the people around us. But I hope you love, I hope you hug those that you love a little extra this weekend, appreciate them, love them and tell them how much they mean to you. I love you guys. I appreciate Appreciate you guys, and I'm here for you. Happy Valentine's Day, and this is the Lost and Found Podcast. Let's continue this journey together because we're all struggling and trying to figure out this life. So if I can speak to even one of you today and encourage you to be better, do better, and feel better, then let's do this together. From my home right here in San Diego to yours, because we're all lost and want to be found. I'm your host, Amanda Stone, and this is the Lost and Found Podcast. Until next time. Don't forget to voice message me after this episode to let me know what you liked or what you want to hear next, or even just show some love. I would also appreciate a review. And of course, hit that subscribe button. You can also find me on Instagram at mystonesoul. I'd love to hear from you.